I was thinking that myself. I'm going to crack this since we're not like. Cool. We're not doing Oh, <laughs> so smooth. Ooh, yeah. It's, it's, this is a good, they make a good fucking cold brew. See how strong. I'm excited to see your thoughts, to hear your thoughts. Here we go. Oh, that's so good. Dude, super smooth. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Nice. I like it a lot. Highly caffeinated. All right, so fuel today, Seattle Strong Nitro Cold Brew. Good shit. I like that. I've never tried Seattle Strong before, but I'm a fan. What is that, like 350 or what is it, like 325? I know. I'm like, just put the number. I don't know. Put a fucking dot on here (laughs) that's like between a line with like the next label is... 220. What are the <laughs> normal labeling? It's 80, 220, and 360. They don't even, they don't even make sense. So it's over 300 for sure. Yeah, I don't know what the next line is. So I have no idea. It looks like it's close to 350. Oh, well. All right. So <laughs> you you brought up something pretty good. Uh, <laughs> what was it? The ayahuasca. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's the thing. In. In fitness now, I think it's kind of gotten ridiculous of like, well, because I listen to a lot of guys. Like, I don't want to call anybody out, but like, you know, you listen to like Aubrey Marcus and Kyle yeah. Kingsbury. And uh, I don't know if Ben Greenfield does it too, but all of those guys that have fairly large podcast followings, like audiences, yeah. they're all now like really into like the psychedelics and like better living through chemistry type stuff where they're all like, they're doing like all that, like they're doing. NR, like they're taking the nicotinamide riboside or whatever it is, like trying to get longevity and they're going out and doing like, like everyone who's anyone now in the fitness space, it seems like that's an influencer has to go out and do like an ayahuasca. They got to go to burning man. They got to go do ayahuasca. I know. Didn't you know somebody that just went and did like some, like an ayahuasca trip? I met this dude at this like thing, this event. He was like, he was at ayahuasca with uh, Aubrey Marcus's ex. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> he's like, dude, he's like, first three days, I didn't feel anything. <laughs> he's like, last day, he's like, I was kind of bummed. I was going home. And I was like, I'll just try it one more time. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> the guy starts dancing in front of me. And uh, <laughs> he's like, next thing I know, he's like, my stomach starts rumbling. He's like, I swear to God, I could have hit, I could have hit a wall ten feet away with my puke. I just, <clears throat> unloaded on this bowl. And he's like, I did that for like the next three hours, because I guess that's what it is. It's supposed to like rid you of your toxins, or I don't really know. Yeah, but it also makes you on a pretty crazy hallucinogenic trip, I guess. Which is, I mean, that's fine. It like it's. It's fine if that's what you want to do, but at the same time, I don't consider that like a health and wellness thing. <laughs> well, like, was, you just puking your brains out and then going like tripping. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty interesting because, like, well, I mean, like, like that Ben Greenfield guy. I just saw a post by him this morning. He was talking about this thing that he just did, he which did basically it. makes you puke for like. 30 minutes it was like they burned these little spots on his skin and then put this like tree frog venom <laughs> on him or like poison or whatever and it makes you like puke for 25 minutes and then like 
but it's supposed to like I don't know what it's supposed to do for you. See, that's that's the thing with him and a lot of these guys. And uh, I saw someone compare this. They're like, it's it, they're modern day like circus freaks. Yeah, right. Like, was no one would listen to it if he wasn't doing weird shit like. Yeah, that. and the here's the thing though is like he's a super smart guy. He puts out some good information, and at the very least, at least he's tried like everything that he talks about. Because I feel like there's a lot of influencers that are talking about all these things that they haven't even done, which is crazy. Yeah. But like he does it all. It's crazy. It's like the stuff that he's doing. But that's is outrageous. Thing. It's like the same guy who you know walks around and on fire and shit like that. It's yeah. like, I mean, at what point do you say like? Like you said, this is for my health, or is this to get views? Well, where do you draw the line then, personally? Like, where does a Wim Hof type like ice bath thing fall for you? That helps. Yeah, but where? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, where's the where's the line? Like, is that too crazy? Like, going for that long? Do you just need a cold shower? You know, it's like right, right, right. where do you draw the line on health benefits? Because we know that there's research out there for the benefits of cold, the benefits of heat, the benefits of light. But guys like Ben Greenfield are also shoving like red light emitters into their nostrils, their ears, like yeah. underneath, trying to shine it underneath their skull to get it like up into their brain and like all this other stuff that's just like a little bit overboard. So that's a good point is like, where do you draw the line on like, okay, here, like, so for example, another example that I was, I was listening to, I thought was interesting the other day. So Joe Rogan was talking about Laird Hamilton. Laird Hamilton does like, the really hot saunas. Yeah. And they do like 220, 230, 240, 250, like really, really hot saunas. And Joe Rogan said he was doing like, you know, whatever, five minutes in 220 or, or less than that. Yeah. In 220, he said after he did it for like, I don't know, I want to say a month. I can't remember the exact time, but it was like after he had done it for a long time, he felt like he accidentally cooked his lungs because he got like, he developed like a really bad cough and he was like hacking and like Jesus. his breathing was weird and like stuff like that and he said he felt like it was from Probably. having been breathing in 220 degree air for you know several minutes a day for months so he's like now I don't do I don't crank it up that high Cause like, he was on a kick where he was like dude I'm cranking that thing up and it's like that might be the line where it's like there's a certain point that the body can tolerate it but it's yeah. no longer like that effective hormesis where you're trying to get like a little bit of something that hurts you so you can come back down off it and and repair and grow stronger from it yeah well that's the thing too is like i've heard aubrey marcus say it is he's like he's like i probably won't live a long life <laughs> he's like i'm taking things to the extreme in a lot of ways you know work uh crazy shit he does ayahuasca <laughs> and all that other stuff so I guess, you know, you kind of look at it from two different views. Like some people, like Ben Greenfield, are like, I want to find, or like Dave Asprey or whatever. Yeah. I want to find these things that are going to help me live forever. But then I think the the thing with like Aubrey Marcus that I think is somewhat cool is like he's like trying to push the edge on like the the world, the universe. You yeah. Know? Like, like I watched it like. That's pretty nuts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. He's trying to try everything. And then and then you go, well, if a guy like those guys are doing all this crazy stuff, Joe Rogan's sitting in a 
in a sauna for 220. Augie Marcus is out there doing ayahuasca 100 times. Goggins is running 100 miles. And you go, oh, okay, they're making all these products. Like, how much are these products pushing the edge? Like, you know, you always see the alpha brain stuff. Like, all right, what, like, where is the, the line that they draw of what they will, like, push on other people? Which is also, like, something, like, I've contemplated where I'm like, I wonder how good something like alpha brain is actually for you, you know, versus like, does it ha- does it push that edge where it's like, yeah, you get really good short term benefits or whatever, but it has long term effects. So yeah. it's something I think you got like interesting to take in mind. You got to consider that yeah. because there's no 10 year bubble like, all right, we tested it in this microwave that <laughs> sped it up to 10 years and here's what's going to happen to you, yeah. you know, which is the tough part. Yeah, and it's interesting because I always, like, see all that stuff and it looks cool. I'm like, dang, like, that'd be cool to be able to sit. Like, when you did the ice tub thing, like, you just did the Wim Hof. And I was like, oh, that's, that's actually really cool. But then I'm like, how much do I really want to go with that stuff? Because, like, I like how, like, when I listen to uh, the Mind Pump guys, when they talk about, like, you got to master the basics of all the other stuff first. And I actually just listened to a mind pump with Ben Greenfield and they were talking about that. Like, you know, like the stuff that they get their clients on when they first get them is like all these clients want to, Hey, like, what do you think about NR taking alpha brain or, you know, what about all these supplements that you want me to take? And then, so their big thing is like, you know, you got to master, um, sleep, water intake, mineral light, and then like movement or something, you know, they have like these foundational things that they get everybody into and then they work from there. So it's like, I guess all that stuff's cool. Like for a guy like you, who's like mastered your nutrition, you're killing it with your fitness, you're doing all this stuff. So now you can start to break those barriers and try to find like the new edge of like what can bring you further, like the Wim Hof breathing stuff. Well, I think, yeah, it's it's like, uh, it's trying to find that next level, but it's also like, you know, uh, boredom. You know, when you're at a certain point and you hit this peak and it's like, all right, I feel like I'm good. I'm proficient here. What's that next level? And I think that's what probably those guys are kind of doing too. Like That's, that's an interesting point because I've never even thought of that. But now that just like really made sense in my head, especially because these guys are so far along in their fitness journey and they've, and they got money do, and, and they've like, got money now and they've, so they've, they've gotten through what most fitness professionals are trying to get through the point where you're uncomfortable and just trying to make enough money to like do the things that you want to be able to do. So now they're to that point where they've made enough money that they're super comfortable. They've had a ton of experiences in the fitness journey. They own a gym and own product lines, you know, they've got everything. So now it's like, is that the what else phenomenon? Whether they're like, you know, what else do we do? Now we got to start pushing the boundaries. I think that's what makes people do like the ayahuasca for sure. Interesting. Because it's like, what else is there? <laughs> but yeah, like how much you can't like, because like there's only a certain distance. Like like a guy like David Goggins, he, he really can't run any further. He can't do more pull-ups. So it's just got to be different and like extreme. But it's got to be equally as extreme, I think, for them to feel like the same amount of reward from it yeah which is interesting and that's that's always kind of been like a almost a i wouldn't i guess it's a little bit of a fear of mine is like being so ambitious that you keep going to these next levels and you get to places like those guys you know like aubrey marcus has had sex with so many chicks (laughs) that he couldn't even just be in a regular relationship like he had to like 
pushed the boundaries because he pushed every, yeah he's pushed the boundaries on every single thing because he was so bored there i yeah. was like wow man i don't i don't think i want to get to that point you know so it's like yeah. how do you how do you balance it to where like you're you're not because i don't ever want to just be satisfied it's probably a personality thing yeah. to some extent but it's probably a, a life practices thing like depends on you know the wrong people get to the those spots and then demonstrate things that are kind of not what we should be doing because there's a lot of people that have made made it and been extremely successful that aren't super eccentric and doing weird stuff but you've always got those eccentric billionaires and millionaires where you know it's like the same thing of like buying all these crazy things crazy cars and exotic animals like all these rappers and all, all the celebrities that have those kind of things it's just like i think it is it's like what you hit that spot and like everyone talks about it's like you don't feel that good about it and then right. you try to look for something else well and that's what uh coincidentally one thing that Aubrey Marcus said that really stood out to me was he's like the one thing that doesn't ever get old is helping people mm -hmm. so I, I kind of think like that is you know that's a mission yeah. right like For let's sure. say we blow this company up you know it's doing 100 million dollars yeah. and we're just like shit we don't have much to do anymore because yeah. it's like it runs itself how do we get back exactly and I'm sure that's you know Ed Milet's deal Oh yeah, that's why he's like, I gotta doing step big, out, big, doing a huge podcast for really nothing, yeah. like not advertising or any, doing anything like that, just growing an audience. Same with like Andy Frisella and, and guys like those, because those guys. that's what never gets old is like the people who are like, wow, I listen to your podcast, yeah, and like, message you and tell you how much you changed your lives and all or that. Or holding those events. That's why I really yeah. want to keep or start holding more events because yeah. that's when you really like. Just going to events and knowing how I feel impacted wise. Yeah. Like, man, I want to give people that. Yeah, exactly. And it's cool because, I mean, we have the ability to do it. We have the skills and the knowledge to do it, um, which would be fun coming up. So. And I mean, that's that's things to, to look out for. Yeah. For sure. That is just such a weird thing, though, you know, because like I think like. So, like, I was thinking about that for, like, fitness. Like, those are, like, life things, like the girls thing, like, with our, our Marcus and stuff. But, like, some of those guys are, I think they're just trying to see how far they can push their bodies, too. Yeah. Which are, like, you know, until it breaks. Like, guys like David Goggins. But, like, guys like Ben Greenfield, he does a lot of those things. But now he said he's actually going to drop out of, like, ultra endurance stuff. Which oh, I didn't yeah. even really know that he was heavily involved in it. But apparently he, he does some of those ones, like some race in Tahoe. I don't even know what the race is. I know he was doing like those Spartan races yeah. and stuff, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, that stuff's hard on your body, like the ultra marathons and shit. Yeah. Maybe that's why he needs all this like recovery stuff, like right. to boost his system to recover from all the, all the stuff that he's doing. But I don't know. I think, I think it's like, it's an interesting thought. I don't, I'm not, I'm definitely not there cause I haven't even mastered my fitness yet. So it's hard to imagine what it's, what that, spot feels like but. well that's why i did the triathlon yeah because i was like man i wouldn't say i've mastered my fitness but like i like i had someone on on my podcast and he was like dude if he named off like some lifts totals like if you can you know squat double your body weight bench double your body weight deadlift you know 2.5 or whatever he's like how much more do you want to lift man like yeah. 
And I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been there. Yeah. I don't know if I'm always there and like it, it fluctuates, but yeah, I just like, it doesn't really like, what does that do for me? Yeah. And see, maybe that's the thing though, too, is like for you, it was just something different from weightlifting, all that stuff. Exactly. Maybe just like you, like how you're asking, like, you know, how do you stay away from like going into that point where everything gets so extreme? Maybe you just keep on changing to new things. Cause yeah. like, instead of going for an Ironman, you just like, maybe you'll try something else now. They, you know, and so yeah. I think a lot of these guys go really deep down a couple of paths. Like they're like, oh, I'm going to do a triathlon. Oh no, I'm going to do an Ironman. Okay. I'm going to do 50 Ironmans in a row. And then you've gone too extreme where you're yeah. like, okay, let's, how do you back back out of this? Cause it's like, you have to make lateral moves. You can't, you can't like go from like running Ironman triathlons to being like, Okay, now I want the CrossFit yeah, games. Exactly. Like you have to go across. You can't like people don't want to take those steps down. Well, my thing was like I want to find a way to push myself that has the least downside. You know, like that was a way to push myself, get out of my comfort zone, but it wasn't super hard on my body. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cuz I could I could feel during that race like, man, if I had to go, you know, twice this distance, I'd probably, you know, tear something up. Well, just during this whole process, you incurred some type of hamstring <laughs> yeah, injury, right. like a tendonitis slash like a, a low grade, str- like, cr- like kind of a strain over a period of a few weeks to your, to your hamstring. So luckily it was only this distance, you know, yeah, yeah. otherwise oh, for sure something would have happened. Oh, well, and the training would have been just like exponentially more crazy. How long do you train for the triathlon? I trained for like six weeks. When was the last time you had swam or ridden a bike besides a, besides like a, a, a spin a bike. bike or a oh, yeah, spin. <laughs> Dude, those electric line bikes, dude. <laughs> Whip those all the time. They didn't let you have one of those for the triathlon? Yeah. Cost me like $100 now. <laughs> uh, I hadn't ridden a bike in, besides like those. An, like outdoor, you hadn't ridden a bike for a while? You uh, do, do you do spin classes and train for that at your gym? I did it. Honestly, I only had six weeks, and I was like, I just, I don't want to drown. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I got to uh, just swim. I got to just get comfortable in the pool. Yeah. And so I didn't. I honestly didn't really train on the bike. I was like, I know how to ride a bike. <laughs> you know how to ride a bike, but you got to train the muscles to do it, right? Oh, and yeah. Are you going to ever do another triathlon? Yeah. Next summer. So same, you, uh, same distance. So you have, so. Like, you have like eight months or nine months to train, man. You got an extra bike. Yeah. All right. You could start trying to ride that. Start start pricing it. (laughs) Well, I also had like a mountain bike on the freaking thing. (laughs) (laughs) I was standing up the whole time. Were you? Oh, yeah. Just fucking huffing it, dude. I bet. But. Was it hilly? There was a little bit. A little bit of hills. It's deceptive because when you don't. Like when you're driving all these areas that you've driven in a car and then oh, you get right. on a bike. Like I rode the it other day. Flat. I <laughs> rode to the store by my house the other day. I got my bike, dusted it off. I was like, oh, it's a real flat ride. And I was like, this is must be uphill. <laughs> and I was dying on the way up there. And then on the way back down, I was flying. And it was like, you, I couldn't perceive the hill right. except when I was on a bike. Yeah. Running is kind of like that too. Like the, the smallest incline, if you don't run a lot, you feel it. Like, you're like, oh, I'm going up. I'm going slow right now. What's <laughs> yeah. going on? Yeah, like, this is tough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's that's the thing with the triathlon. Everyone just, and even you, you're like, well, I need so much time. I'm like, bro, it's not that bad. I think it's for fear of, like, literally not finishing it. 
I don't know that. Dude, like, you would definitely finish. Dude, see, here's the problem. You're it's like I'm like a fish out of water in a in a endurance sports. I'm a one hundred percent built for like fast twitch muscle fire. That's all I've ever trained in my whole life. Yeah. Like I literally from the time I was like a little kid, like fourth grade when I started running track, I only did sprints and jumps. So I never ran. Right. And so now like even me running a mile right now, it it like gets me gassed. Like I can hardly go a mile. But that's the thing too, is like that's what you're supposed to feel like in this race. You're going to be gassed. Yeah, but if I can't run a training run of one mile at a slow pace, then it's going to be really hard for me to go Can you swim day. good? I can swim decent, but I can't swim far. That's the problem is I can – I'm not – I'm a sprinter. But I think I could do it. I've just got to really – like I've been thinking about that too in my own training. I'm like I got to start switching some of my fibers. Oh, like I got to start actually trying to build some slow twitch like endurance type – Muscle, because I, I don't. That's do, what you're going on to live. I know. Like, you're not gonna go sprint every day. I wish I could. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> I wish I lived in a sprint world. Dude. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's something I definitely want to do. Maybe I'll do it. See, I could commit to the summer kind of thing. Yeah, I could commit to that. Because like all right, I said, I'll commit right now. I'm doing a triathlon. Is it going to be a short one? Yeah. Five k. So, so it's it's going to be a half mile swim. A uh, thirteen mile bike ride, and a five k. Did you? And when you did the swim, what was the hardest stage of the triathlon for you? The bike, because <laughs> <laughs> you completely ignored it, dude. Well, yeah, and it's just the longest. Like I was on the yeah. bike for almost an hour. I was just like, "Jeez, let me get <laughs> off this thing, dude." Also, I had that mountain bike. I yeah. think if I had a road bike, it'd be a little better. Yeah, because I was and I was standing up, so I was probably doing everything wrong. <laughs> Standing straight upright. Dude. Yeah, you everyone's all hunched you over. You down and tucked. <laughs> Do you just feel like you couldn't get any power? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, dude, there's so many old people ahead of me. I got to pass them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't be ageist, man. The the they say that's you, their sport. They say you get better and better at endurance as you as you age because your type one fi- or your type two fibers convert to type one, and so you get more dominant in those in those like. You know, you see a lot of ultra marathoners. They're like in their forties, fifties. Uh, well, that's they got the time. Like, <laughs> it's not even time though. I think it's actually physiology. Yeah. It changes as well, which helps out quite a bit. I'm hoping my, that. you know, my physiology starts switching pretty <laughs> soon. Maybe hopefully before next summer. Now, dude. I mean, think about it. Like the swim. You just got to get reps. I'm just going to have nightmares about this. I'm just going to have to be like out in my, I'm going to get a trainer inside my house and just <laughs> ride on my road bike. <laughs> no, no more rest days. Dude. dude, no exact. He's probably going to train and win the thing or something, <laughs> dude. He just goes all out for it. You just don't even know. I don't post anything about my, any of my training. Like just go hire, whole- go hire David Goggins to just <laughs> go through a boot camp with David Goggins just to get me <laughs> mentally tougher. <laughs> But the the way I saw it was like, man, a five k at the end, like five k. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry if if someone that was like a big thing for you. That's great, but yeah. it's just such yeah to to actually like go to do something that's really gonna stress and push you like a five k. I was like, if I walk it, like who cares? Yeah, I, my goal is to not stop. But what's the what's the next distance of triathlon? Distances? Do you have to go to a full after that? Is there like a? This is called the sprint triathlon, right? Yeah, that's what they call so it. So then there's an Olympic. I don't know how what that distance is, but that's in between the half Ironman. 
Oh, and half Ironman has got to be like Dude. what, like fifty miles or fifty something miles biking. What a mile swimming. Yep. And uh, uh, half marathon run at the end. Like, bro, <laughs> that's what I, I was like done with the bike, and I was like, I can't imagine doing a half marathon because I've done a half marathon. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Now I gotta like, oh, now you gotta go see. That would be something you'd have to train for. for Absolutely. Sure. And that's what people keep trying to get. So as long do. as you don't drown, you can make it through a sprint sprint triathlon and i mean like i'd never swam in a wetsuit it's a Dude. it's a weird feeling it's, it's like <laughs> someone just lifts you up on the top of the water and you're just oh, moving yeah, your yeah. arms dude like <laughs> that was that's the tough part for me is just staying afloat yeah that's why i hurt my hamstring i was <laughs> kicking my legs so hard just to stay up <laughs> that's hilarious yeah I mean, I'd get. I, I live by a lake right now, so I could get out there and swim and go and get a. I was thinking about popping in there, dude. I have a wetsuit. I should just give it to you. It don't fit me. It'll fit you. <laughs> Hell yeah! I bet it will. It's small. It's like I almost didn't. <laughs> last time I got into it, I almost didn't even get out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just stuck in there forever. Did you have you ever swim at that lake? Smash across from you. Mm-hmm. Since you live there, mm-hmm. you yeah. Have? Oh, okay. Yeah, I go down to the state park and swim. I don't train. It's not training. Never so seen. I heard you go, talk about that. Yeah, just hang out. Mostly, just hang out on the beach and then uh, go go dive off the dock and swim around. It's nothing like I don't train for it. Yeah, but I think it'll, it's it's fun because we were talking about that like a long time ago. It was like something to train for, something yeah. to motivate you. Man, it's like if you could get every client that you have to like actually have something like a goal in mind to try to hit. Maybe we should start doing that. You know, it's like, because if you have something like that, that is what holds you accountable. Yeah. Oh, like that six weeks to the, to the, uh, triathlon. I bet you probably felt like, dude, if I don't get into the pool, the only person that's going to, that's going to feel this is me (laughs) at the end of this. And it was a non-negotiable. Like, it wasn't like, should I swim today? It was like, where's my shit? I'm (laughs) out. Like, that's, that's what I want. And you were squeezing in swims too. Cause I remember you got in a pretty quick swim, uh, like right before that that client and you were like i gotta like get my swim in for sure yeah and and that that was how i wasn't feeling about working out yeah i was just like yeah uh." especially if you get locked into a rhythm where you're doing the same thing like dude i'll go sometimes i'll go like two weeks without showing my face in the gym and i'll just have to do other stuff like i'll be doing a bunch of weird band work at my house and a bunch of like yoga stretches and then running outside because like i just can't bring myself to go into the gym because it's just so like monotonous sometimes when you go there and it know. just seems like all right here's another hour here like mm-hmm. fuck yeah because you know the goal with fitness is to like make it fun and make you actually want to do it and not be like i'm doing this because it's good for my health yeah. and it's like i should be doing this you're like i you want to make it so i want to want to be here yeah and and that could be because you have this event that you gotta like go to, yeah, and maybe that just like thing we're spinning in my head was like maybe that is we try to create something like that, right? So four like, people, so they have something. So it's like, hey, you want to be ready for this event? Like, yeah, yeah. we gotta be hitting this. So yeah. it's like a client event where we have like a boot camp, yeah. But it's like obstacles, some type certain- of ch- some type of challenge event. Like, yeah, you gotta hit this many. Of this exercise, this many, this one, and, almost and like, kind of like, like a CrossFit, kind yeah, of thing. but a but little like, like, but modified, safe, yeah. safer, for sure, for sure, <laughs> dude, for every level, yeah, I think, 
I think that would be cool. Yeah. Cause, cause then it's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, the only person that gets disappointed is you. I mean, your trainer is going to be upset because they, they want, you know, any trainer wants that for their client, for them to reach their goals. So they're going to be disappointed, but the only person that's going to be like upset about it is going to be you, you know? Well also like, and I don't know how to get this into fitness, but a lot of the reason I would go swim was because I was like, I don't want to drown. Like I yeah, literally yeah. don't want to be in a position where I might drown. <laughs> yeah. You know? So well, it's yeah. Like, and that's a real, that's a real scary one. Cause like, like you said, the five K thing is like, like you the walk. worst, the worst that happens is walk. Like there's no walking and swimming. Like, <laughs> you're either sinking or you're swimming. Yeah. Like, there's two options. You're going to go or you're not. Which it's funny though, because like, that's literally what's happening to you mm-hmm. in, you know, in real life. Like yeah. if you're not going, you're, you are kind of yeah. sinking. It's just but, like a very, very obvious like metaphor for like what's actually going on. Yeah. In the it's just very world. slow. Yeah. <laughs> but you just don't realize that you're drowning when you're, <laughs> when you're not working out as much. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, listen, I just don't want this to happen to me. So I like it because, you know, like there's a, there's a shoe store in Bellevue that does, that does something like that where they do like a couch to 5k program or a five to 10k program. And basically like you start it, it's like three months leading up until one of their races. Like they have the Turkey trot or they have like some like Christmas one or whatever. And they're like, you know, this is the training program. We run four times a week as a group. You come out and you get a run with us. And by the end of this, you're going to be able to run a 5k even so like, but there's different groups at different levels. So there's like a group that's like trying to run a half. There's a group that's trying to run a full marathon. And then there's a group that's like never run and trying to run a 5k. That's and it. so it's like, it's pretty cool. Cause they like train people as a group to lead up to that event too. Yeah. Which is like kind of what you're talking about. If you can yeah. get like a group of 10 people, 20 people together and you're like, Hey, at the end of this, we're all going to go do a triathlon together. Right. Like that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And well, that's what, uh, I guess I didn't know. I guess orange theory does like the dry try. I just saw they did that. Oh yeah. 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 I've seen that where they do, uh, I think you row instead of swim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They do the, on their erg rower on their, on their bike. And then you run on their treadmills, which that's pretty cool. I mean, that's a good idea, yeah. especially, I mean, it depends on your goals though. Right. Cause if, if, a lot of cars, if you're yeah. going to, if you're going to orange, yeah, if you're going to orange theory, and your only goal is to improve your cardio, then that would be a good challenge for you. Right. But if your goal is to improve your strength, then it should be some type of like weight, you know, challenge, yeah. pull up challenge, push well, up challenge, squat challenge. Exactly, and that's why, or or like a, a based on your well, maybe it doesn't have to be like maxes, but maybe like ten rep max based on your. Uh, weight or whatever yeah you know, or you gotta age. or like whatever you come in at you've got to improve by a certain amount remember we did that in our challenge when we did that that eight week our eight week uh foundations program yeah yeah we did the plank time pull-ups yeah. we did push-ups and we did so it could be like we're gonna squat, air squats yeah i like that well one thing someone someone showed the uh what the army is, they just upgraded their test. Oh, really? What is it? That no, shit? What is it now, dude? It's crazy. It was like actually pretty tough. Was it? Because uh, what did it used to be? It was like forty push-ups or something. It was like simple shit. But it is. All right, so your three rep max trap bar deadlift to score seventy, you got to do one eighty. 
three times to score a hundred, you gotta do three forty three times. It's pretty heavy. Standing power throw. So you gotta throw a ten pound medicine ball behind your head. Uh a score of seventy is eight point five meters, score of hundred is thirteen point five. Um hand release push ups where you hit your chest, lift your hands up, and then push. Uh, as many as possible in two minutes. Oh, man. Yeah. We should just do that just to see what the hell happens to us. A score of 170. And then a score of 70. Once 170 push-ups? No, 70 push-ups oh, okay. to score 100. Oh, 70. And then it's a sprint, drag, and carry. So sprint uh, 30 yards, drag a 90-pound sled 25 meters, and then side shuffle 50 meters. And then carry two forty-pound kettlebells, twenty-five meters. Uh, if you can do it in under two minutes, you get seventy. That's pretty sweet. A minute forty. See, they're smart. They're actually starting to hit things that like are functional to like what you would actually do. Like if you can't like, drag, drag them, carry. <laughs> you got to carry stuff. You got to be able to do. You know, the push-ups are just sheer sheer strength. Yeah. But it's actually getting at like. What it's meant to get at. It used to be Throw just push ups and pull ups and then run a mile. I think that's what it used to be. It's just so. like max push ups, max pull ups, run a mile. Uh, hanging from a pull up bar. They still have the mile? Oh, yeah. You're still going through it. Well, hanging from pull up bar, knees to elbows. Five reps is 70. 100. Uh, to score 100, it's 20 reps. And then they got the two mile run. So a score of 100 is 12 minutes, 45 seconds. It's quick. That is pretty quick. And then uh, score 70 is 18. So nine minute mile. It's pretty. <coughs> That's tough. That'd be fun to try to even go through and just see where we're at on some of those things. It would. This So this dude did it and he put all his times and shit. Sounds like a CrossFit event in itself right there. But I think, yeah, we could make something more functional than a CrossFit. Like, yeah. no, it doesn't matter how many times you can throw a freaking like barbell over yeah. your head like what is it helping you with for sure your fucking grocery i like the functional functional fitness yeah. stuff that's cool man i like that i like how they upgraded that that's cool that would be a good goal to try to hit like take your times and then try to beat them by you know whatever certain amount of time yeah yeah well i think it's all about setting goals that's the big thing and but it's got to be not like uh like i want to get my biceps bigger goal it's got to be something measurable that pushes you into discomfort and something that makes you nervous to actually like succeed so that you actually have to do it and that's why i think the races or the events are like the number one thing has to back be of your head yeah because you're like you paid money for it someone might come out and watch you yeah. like you don't want to look like an idiot yeah. so you better train and there's no excuses, you know, a day loss is a day loss. Like you don't get to make that day up because the day is not getting further out. Yeah. Problem with people's fitness goals. I feel like they always push them back. Like, oh yeah, I want to get fit for, for a uh, spring break. Uh, it starts that's fine. Like, I'll get fit before the beginning of summer. Yeah. All right. I'm going to be fit midsummer peak shape. All right. End of summer. No, all right. Next year I'll do this again. You know, it's like, it always, it always starts to get pushed out is because there's not like a hard set timeline for something. Well, and I like setting more performance-based stuff because typically if the performance-based goals are set correctly, you know, that leads to changes in your body type. Yeah. You know? For sure. Uh, but, yeah, I know you got to probably right. got to roll, so. Yeah.
That was that was good. Episode one. Boom. <laughs>